This episode of the Dub D Dub Review is brought to you by the Theme Park Brothers. Michael, Christina, Jordan, and Cameron Black have some of the nicest quality, genuinely authentic, and completely unscripted Orlando attraction videos on YouTube. Subscribe and check out their latest videos, which are sure to keep you entertained as well as keep you informed of all the latest changes to the Walt Disney World Resort. Hello and welcome to the Dub D Dub Review. I'm your host Chris Malik, and I'm joined by my co-host tonight, which is Peter Ponacorvo. How you doing, buddy? Good. How are you? I'm doing really well. Pete, um, I'm going to hit you up with it, but I'm also going to introduce some guests here in a second because I want to get them involved as well. We are joined by our good friends Michael and Christina Black. How are you guys doing? We're good. Doing well. Awesome. Guys, we're going to suck you into our trivia question, okay? So I kind of wanted to go with a theme here, and the theme's going to play upon what our show topic's about, but let's talk about something a little spooky. I guess the Disney term would be spooky. So who can answer, who is the narrator or the ghost host for the Haunted Mansion? Who is the actual voice of that? Got it. Raise your hand in class. Dang it. No cheating. No. No cheating. <laughs> No cheating. cheating. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I can see the name and I can't see the name. You know what I mean? Like, I know this. Yes. I don't know. And it's not Thorough Ravenscroft, which people think it is, but it's not. <laughs> it is Paul Freeze. Yes. Okay. So, that's my trivia question, but it plays upon it. So, he also does the voice... Of whom for the Disney television series? Ah, you know the old. Ah, this one I do know. <laughs> that a boy, Ludwig von Drake. <laughs> yes, that a boy, Peter. Good, he is the voice of Ludwig Ludwig von Drake Perfect. and <laughs> and Math Magic Land. Mm-hmm. And he voices he voices attractions for uh, some of the voices for the Pirates of the Caribbean too, as well. He died in 1986, so. So, Pete, you're probably wondering why I gave you that question about a spooky topic tonight, aren't you? Um, well, based on the last Theme Park Brothers update I saw on Facebook, I think I might know. <laughs> That's a professional lead-in. I love it. Yeah, you know, Mike- I've been practicing and everything. <laughs> Michael, Christina, thank you for coming on and joining us. We wanted to talk about Mickey's Not-So-Scary, and we wanted some first-hand views and opinions on there, so we searched high and low. Okay, no, we actually just knew you guys were going, so we said Michael and Christina are really good friends. Let's talk about Mickey's Not-So-Scary. You cool with that? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's talk about it. I guess we should first get it out of the way, a little bit of the actual information on the party. So um, I took some notes here, so if you guys don't mind, I'll take the dance floor for a second, and then I'll turn it over to you guys to walk us through. Is that okay? Sounds good. All right, so here's what I understand. It is a hard-ticketed event. You do not necessarily need a Magic Kingdom ticket to go to the event, 
Prices are $67 per child and $72 per adult. That doesn't include tax. And officially, it begins at 7 o'clock, though I understand you could enter much earlier than that if you can get in line. Is that correct? Yes. What time can you guys officially enter for that? 4 p.m. Okay. Is that official or is that just kind of like the going thing? Is like we can just do this at 4 o'clock? I no, think they, it's official. Yeah, they because will we will let you in at 4 because I've, I've done it for the Christmas party. Okay. So as of 4 o'clock, you could get in. You don't need a Magic Kingdom ticket, but the fee is kind of steep enough where it kind of acts as a ticket, correct? Yes. And then the idea is there's a whole bunch of spooky entertainment. There's fireworks shows. There's a Boo to You parade. There's trick-or-treating. But this is all seen kind of third-hand here from YouTube. So that's where I need experts on. So tell me about your day and why you went. And then, like, let's walk around the whole park. So... What made you guys want to go? I know you hadn't been for quite some time. <laughs> Good. Um, I am a big fan of the Halloween party. Um, we've never done the official Christmas, the the real, the fee Christmas one. Um, but we've we've done this. I think this was the fifth time that we've been to the Halloween party. Um, I've just kind of been itching at the bit, you know, to to go back. And um, we just, we kind of had the, the extra fees to do so and decided to fight the bullet and go. Kind of feel like you're rubbing it in when you said you've been there five times. Man, you, you, you're, you're a lucky girl, <laughs> you know? Well, and what, we had, what we had done was we went, when we lived in Ohio, we had gone a couple times. Mm-hmm. And actually one of our infamous trips where we drove, we've told you about before, we drove the, for the weekend. Just to yeah, go, the weekend trip. Yeah, that yeah. was to go to a not so scary <laughs> Halloween party. Yeah, that was the whole okay. point. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we drove back. So, and, and to be quite honest with you, we were very, really disappointed the last time we went. Um, actually, Christina kind of blocked it out. Um, <laughs> it was so bad. It was. Um, so that's why we haven't been in a while. Um, but we decided to give it another shot. So. And Cameron, oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah. No, that was my question. Has Cameron ever been? Well, that's it's a funny question because in my mind, I was thinking, no, he's never, never, never. Um, but I guess he was just wee little um, the first time he did get to go. This is his first official one, I would say, um, with the whole trick-or-treat experience. Okay. And, and, and he was adorable. And, I, you know, I loved all your costumes. You looked, you, you were pretty amazing as Ray. That was pretty cool. Oh Michael Michael brought out the old black cat. Yeah, that was that, that was pretty spectacular. So, and I saw Jordan in his own way. He said, "Yeah, I'll put a shirt on, and that's good enough for me." And that's you know? Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so walk me through it. You had some additional funds. You said, "Let's bite the bullet." So you got there. What time? We actually went at four, didn't we? Yeah, we got there at four. Mm-hmm. And there's a different section for. Um, party guests as opposed to because there are still people entering general admission at four as well because the park doesn't close till seven. Um, right. So there are the the gates basically, well, they're not turnstiles anymore, mm-hmm. but the checkpoints to get in on the right-hand side were for Mickey's Not-So-Scary. And then the left-hand side was general admission. And the reason they have to do this is because you get a bracelet um, when you go through, and that bracelet is how they know that you can stay in the park after the park mm. closes. Um, so that's very important to get that bracelet. Yeah, yeah. 
still subject to the same like bag check and security detail, of course. Yes. Yes, you are. Yeah. Okay. All right. Real quick, going back to you said you had extra funds. The ticket price is actually variable depending on the date, correct? Yes. The closer you get to Halloween, the more expensive it gets. Exactly. That's why we went so early because it was the cheapest date out of them all. Okay, oh. that's what I I thought that was the case, but I wanted to verify that. Yes, that's awesome, Pete. I see. I was under the assumption it was a fixed price, and it would make complete sense because I know Halloween's already sold out. And that would make sense. It's more in demand, of course. Mm-hmm. So, and the the biggest thing here is uh, honestly, and it's it's funny because in the middle of October, in late October, when we were looking at dates, the price was well, we were talking around four hundred dollars for us to go. Mm-hmm. Um, it was high, <laughs> and then we were looking at this. And I said, there's no way. There's no way I'm paying $400. They had basically priced us out. Um, But then when Christina was looking and she said, now these dates, it's about $290, And I said, now we're talking. Yeah, 75%. Um, You know, I'm like, that's – there's a certain point, I think, and I think that $300 threshold was – was my my point there, and as soon as we heard that, we we jumped on it. Well, and also pass holders, um, they get a little bit of a discount. It's not huge, but it's a little bit. Um, but there's only particular days that you can get that discount, and this was one of them. Okay. Then you guys did really good for the savings. That's awesome. Okay. So you went through the entrance line, went through the bag check. They gave you the bracelet. Now, this is kind of where I have a question. As adults, you guys were costumed, but I know on a standard day, they frown upon anybody over like 13 or 14 wearing a costume. So did that bracelet then entitled you to wear a costume into the park? But if you didn't, you probably couldn't get through regular bag check, I'm assuming, you know, at that point. Is that correct? Or... Possibly. Possibly, I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, and it's kind of strange because there were a lot of people going through, and, and it was, I, I don't know, maybe because it was a party night. They mm. just don't. You know, maybe you could have gone through the general admission line and not had a bracelet yeah. and still been able to wear one that night, you know? Yeah, maybe they applied the Disney soft hammer that night to the costume roll. So, okay, I can buy that. All right, so where would you go? What was the first thing you did when you walked in? Well, they push you now to, what is it, behind the confectionery area. Okay. Um, what is that? It's like yeah, a, it, as soon as you go, there's Tony's off to the right, and then between Tony's and then the, the hat shop there, um, which is connected to the confectionery, um, it's where, I don't know if you've ever been there, when they've opened the gates to flow traffic out back by the Plaza Restaurant. And the restrooms back there on the way to Tomorrowland. Um, I know this is getting very confusing. I know it's kind of like a little hidden room. I, I, the, I can picture that. I can picture the gate you're talking about. I know. Mm-hmm. I've never been there when it was open, but I do know the area you're speaking of. And what they did was um, actually when I was working on Main Street, they were they were working on this a few years ago. Um, they made that basically an on-stage area when needed. It's um it's decorated up. It looks like anything else that's themed in the Magic Kingdom. It's it's, it's yeah. very pretty. Um, it's not open all the time, but what they've done is they've used this for not so scary to get your initial treat bags, and you get like a, a starter a starter uh, candy bag. Yeah, a starter <laughs> candy bag that has like a few full size items in it um, to kind of start you off. 
And the interesting thing is that we went through and did that, but it was only 4 o'clock, and the party doesn't start till 7. So once we spit out on the other side of that and we were in the park. We had to hold these bags for three hours. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, what do we do after that? <laughs> so we basically went and rode a few rides, and we went and got something to eat. And mm-hmm. I can let Christina tell that story. Oh, well, I'm telling a story now. <laughs> Where we always eat. Oh, well, we went to Columbia Harbor House um, because, you know, above, um, what is it? It connects to... Memento Mori is on the other side. There yeah. you go. Uh, you like to look at the, you know, people watch. Mm. Everyone loves to people watch. So just ate up there for a while and, and watched the people walk by and see the costumes. That was, as soon as you were saying that, I was going to interject, and I was going to say, yeah, that's the old Smucker store. And I thought to myself, yeah, that was like four years ago, Chris. Good job, <laughs> the old <laughs> Smucker store. So, all right, cool. So you guys went on the attractions, and could you tell at that point in the evening, which is probably 5 or 6 o'clock, was the park, was the majority of it Mickey's Not-So-Scary People, or was it still just regular park patrons at that point? We couldn't really tell. We knew as soon as we drove up, though, that it was a sold-out party. Which shocked oh. me. Wow. Um, but yeah, at that point, I didn't feel like a lot of people were dressed up, so we didn't really know how busy it was going to be. Okay. I, so, so then at 7 o'clock then, is that when the candy starts to be dispensed, or, or, or what is the process at 7 o'clock? Yes, everything kind of rolls out at 7. Um, it's typically the candy, and you hear kind of, spookier music and lights going on down Main Street and in other places. Um, Okay. Yeah, the Magic Kingdom just transforms, basically. mm -hmm. Um, The the music is not your your themed music throughout the lands. It's basically Halloween music throughout. It's your... Michael Jackson thriller. thriller, (laughs) Um, This time we actually heard some ACDC, I think, which I was... I don't even know. Concerned about, but <laughs> needless to say, most of the music was your haunted mansion music. Mm-hmm. Your, um, you heard Thriller about ten, twelve times. Uh, but you know, it, it just changes the atmosphere. The lighting goes different. Um, they have strobe lights, different places. Main Street is so I, cool. It is. Yeah. It's really cool. I mean, the windows have jack o' lanterns in them. The the lighting is orange and purple, and I mean, it just. I don't know. It transforms? It does. Yeah. Did, did you guys see the cadaverous dance? Yes. I, I, that was super okay. cool. Tell me about it, because I, I was reading about it, and I thought, oh, that really sounds awesome. So where, where did these guys perform? Um, they were over by, um, in Frontierland, by Country Bear Jamboree when we saw them. Um, and uh, there will be a Theme Parks Brothers, which actually has a little segment of their performance in it, um, which I'll... Uh, get released so everybody can see it. Didn't you get that out yet? No, not yet. <laughs> he was waiting. I was waiting. It's a strategic release. Um, and they actually were doing Boo to You um, when we walked by. It was really cool. It was. Wow. All right. So w- how does the candy get dispensed? Let's talk about this because I saw, I saw Cameron's Hall and I thought, oh, man, he's going to be sick. Um, <laughs> where, do you get, where do you get candy from? Is it every attraction? Is it specific places? Or how do you get candy? Um, there's different treat locations. Um, they do give you a special map when you first walk in. Um, and it 
it guides you through. It's not any particular um, attraction, but it, there's different areas, and it's been in different areas every time we go. It's yeah, every year's a little bit different, yeah. but they have giant. This year, it used to be a um, like a goofy candy company globe mm-hmm. up on top of a pole. Now they are these huge inflatable tubes that say treat across them. Oh. Uh, so there's, I mean, just to give an example, this, this year was kind of different because it took us through attractions. It did, um, and that was neat. We went through Stitch's Great Escape, which, <laughs> hey, we've never ridden it, so it's better time than ever to get to go through the building. Um, and we went through the Tiki Room um, and stuff like that. I think Pirates, I, you go through the queue to get it. I felt like there were more locations this year than any other th- year that we have been. Yeah. Well, you guys you guys just kind of enlightened me, because in my mind, I was thinking there'd be candy dispensed at most every attraction, like, towards the end. <clears throat> so, interesting that it's, it's not. And they actually force you to go on Stitch to get candy. <laughs> <laughs> well, Stitch we wasn't open. It. it was closed down. It was closed. Um, oh, okay. And that's, you know, that's the other thing. When we, I remember when we were before, more rides, more attractions were open. Yes. Um, this time, they weren't all open. Uh, there were some that were closed, and then that, they were treat locations. Like, like Jungle, Jungle Cruise. Cruise. Yeah. <laughs> Jungle Cruise closed. wasn't open. It was closed. And um, then they had the candy wow. instead. Yeah. Wow, that's a bummer, because Jungle Cruise is a headliner. Exactly. So, yeah. You know, I could understand Tiki Room and... Um, Stitch. Yeah. I mean, but, uh, yeah, Jungle Cruise was kind of, and then kind of a funny story, since it had been like that at a lot of places, Space Mountain didn't have a wait time. And we saw one of those tubes, and so we thought, cool, we get to go in to Space Mountain. (laughs) See, we're not roller coaster people, so we've never even seen that. Well, I have. Christina has. Um, So we go to walk in, we, we go by... The cast member with Cameron, with Cameron, mind you, um, go right past into the queue. Well, we were in line. Oh man! So is 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 Cameron above thirty? What is it? it's forty inches for Space Mountain? It's like forty. He's not even. He's, and he is definitely no, not. No, he's enough. not there. Okay. Okay. We would have gotten caught before we boarded, <laughs> but okay. Was was there a treat handoff at some point though? At the end of Space Mountain. Yeah, like you <laughs> you went over a little bit to the right over. <laughs> wow. And that's where it was. So okay, so you guys did the hall I see on 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 Facebook. Was that just Cameron's candy alone, or was that everyone's candy to make it seem bigger? That was everyone. That was everyone. Because I was going to say, that's a lot of candy for a little guy. I don't know. He must have worked it hard all day. <laughs> Put on those big, sad eyes, and people just dump candy in his bag. Oh, they sure just dump candy. And all of our bags, towards the end, they just fill it up. And wow. I had read somewhere where this year they were going to hand out more candy than any other year. That they had made it. They had even said, like, a number. Like, so many <laughs> tons of candy. Mm. Um, and I will tell you, this year... And we both agree that candy was incredible. It, was it wasn't little chocolate eyeballs that were generic like they, we had gotten <laughs> previous years. Um, it wasn't the little black and orange peanut candy with the, you know, it was good stuff. And what okay. I really appreciate this year is they did something for allergies. If you have a nut allergy, 
um, you can get tokens at each candy location and then turn it in at um, Town Square. Town Square, and they actually fill up your bag with allergen-free candy. Wow, that's really impressive. I guess they have to kind of modernize with that because it's such a prevalent thing now, too. So, Michael, were you talking about those imitation imposter Mary Jane black and orange yes. candies? Yes. <laughs> those things are the worst. <laughs> that's, the, that's the bane of the holiday season, isn't it? It is. Those those are bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, the Booty You Parade, I imagine, must be like one of the headline events, or or, or was it the fireworks show? But walk me through that because those are like the the ones they market as the big events outside of the candy, correct? Yes. So you guys got a view, and I could see the little guy was dragging at that point. I know he was pretty close to being done, but um, what was that like? How early did you have to queue up for a good spot? And like, kind of walk me through that. Um, well, the thing with... It depends on where you want to stand. Um, we kind of just ended up... A, where we did because we had left our stroller there when we first came in. So it kind of led us up to town square. We love to watch it back in Frontierland um, because it's a little, it's less crowded. It's less crowded. It's a little spookier. It's yeah. a little more Halloween. Um, when the headless horseman goes by in Frontierland, it seems legit. Um, <laughs> you know, it, it does. He goes through town square by the train station. It's like, okay, it's, the Headless Horseman at Disney going around. Um, but that's where we ended up for the first parade, and we usually go to the second one, to be honest. Yeah. Because the second parade is usually not as busy, and you can get right up front and don't have any issues at all. Um, because believe it or not, people will pay $70 to go in, and they will leave after the fireworks. Yes. Which irritates me. <laughs> What time is the fireworks at? Nine o'clock? Uh, ten fifteen. I think it was okay. Yeah, ten fifteen. And you know, we understand. We thought we were going to be some of those people this time because Cameron was dragging, but he got a second win during the fireworks. He realized there were more trick or treat spots, and he all of a sudden was. It was like a miracle. <laughs> He's like, "All right, let's go. Let's do it." Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Okay, so what time did it go till? What was the latest? Do you know? Midnight. Midnight. Yeah, we closed it, it down. Yeah, we sure did. It closed at midnight. Okay, I'm making notes here for myself because now, so my co-host here, Pete, Pete, Pete's married, um, but Pete doesn't have children that go and attend the party. Uh, you see people like that as well too. I mean, Pete, is this something that you'd be interested in doing, or is it geared for somebody else with, with, with like a family with young um, kids? Um, actually, my wife is animately trying to get us to go for the Halloween party next year. Oh, I love that woman. Awesome. Okay, it, my, my, uh, Michael, a lot of people in Pete's situation. Could you tell, or not really, or a mix, or, or trying to figure out the age group that it's trying to attract to? Um, it is, and you know, I. I worked a lot of Halloween parties last year. I worked five parties last year on Main Street um, as a cast member, or two years ago. And, you know, went to the ones I went to. What I noticed was a lot of your attendance, especially in the September parties, is um, local families, but also a lot of cast members coming and, you know, people coming just to have fun, young adults. Um, so, and you do see 
you know, adults without children walking around trick-or-treating and, and because this is somewhere they can do that. It's a good mixture. Yeah. You can't, you definitely can't go through your neighborhood as a 35, 37 year old and go trick-or-treating, you know. Yeah. They called the police on me last year. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that was unfortunate. All right, Pete. So what costume would you be wearing, Pete? You got to go in costume. Uh, no, I don't. Oh, come on. You got to, you got to go in costume. So let's just they, play along no, here. No, because they won't let me wear a mask. It, it can't cover your face. You right. can be Captain Jack and wear an eye patch. Nah, I'm too tall and too fat. <laughs> you can go as Horizon, since I went as the Osborne Spectacle. <laughs> there you go. Well, we'll have to work on it, Pete. We'll have to get a good, get a good one for you. Okay. Um... So tell me then, the, the fireworks show, different than the regular fireworks show, geared differently, or, or you know, I, I know there's YouTube videos on there, but, but how did that grab you? Um, I love Happy Hollow Wishes, is what it's called. Um, it is different from your regular wishes, obviously, um, but it has been the same exact fireworks show every single time we've went. Almost okay. exact. Oh, well... If we need to get into this, and I think we do, <laughs> the the fireworks have a very cool element, which is the perimeter fireworks, which I, I'm sure you've seen the perimeter fireworks where they kind of flank on the sides. Um, mm-hmm. And they're not just the fireworks up above Cinderella's castle, but they're off to the sides. Um, that was one of the coolest elements of Hollow Wishes. In the past. In the past. Now. They're still there, but it was almost akin to me shooting off a firework from my house. They were skimpy. On the perimeter fireworks until the finale. And in the finale, Mm -hmm. they actually brought out the actual fireworks they used to use (laughs) throughout the show. So I did notice that. I didn't appreciate it. If Disney's listening, um, and maybe they'll fix it. Pete, do you want to tell Michael? Tell him what? About uh, Disney listening? Yeah, they're not going to listen. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't worry, no one's listening from Disney. So, okay, interesting. I'll have to go back and look at the video. So so they went light on the perimeter fireworks. That is interesting because on everyone's, you know, at least for me, when I have the young kids and we leave early, we leave by the monorail, and of course we see the fireworks above the castle. But we do see the perimeter fireworks, and they're almost as equally oppress- impressive. You know, They don't reach the same height, but when they're all shooting off in different directions... It is pretty cool, that's for sure. So, um, disappointing, then I guess you'd say. So, what about the show itself, though? The the main show of the castle is still relatively the same. I mean, for a person like Pete or myself who's not attended, it'd be awesome, I'm sure. But what did you think of that, Michael? I know Christina said she loves it. Oh yeah, it's it's incredible, and and that's that's the thing about the Halloween party. Um, the parade and Hallow Wishes is really a reason enough to go um, on its own. Yeah. Um, we were talking while we were sitting there waiting for the fireworks um, that let's say that you were going to go to a Broadway show or, um, you know, something like that. You would pay a certain price and that price would be probably 40, 50 bucks a ticket to go see a show that's two or three hours long. Um, and when I started to think about it, and I, I think, well, I get a parade, um, which lasts about 15 minutes. I get uh, the castle, 
what do they call that? Celebrate the magic. Celebrate the magic, the castle projection show. Um, and it has an added Halloween uh, section. Uh, there's also a musical, which used to be the villains mix and mingle, but now it's uh, the hocus pocus villain spectacular spelltacular. Um, and then you get Hallow Wishes as well. Plus trick-or-treating. Plus you get to trick-or-treat. And dance parties. And dance parties. <laughs> I mean, once you're there and you realize that it's not that bad. It's not that bad. Hmm. When you break it down. Yeah, it really isn't. And what it depends upon, see, before we went and we didn't think it was worth it. And you know why? Because we had a horrible time. And I think it all has to do with your mindset, where you're at. If you decide we're going to have fun. And, you know, make the most of make it, the most of it and, and we did this time. So. Cool. Let's talk about the rides for a second. I just I thought of something when you were talking about that right there. Were there any overlays that were Halloween themed at the entire park or were every ride still original? Everything was like, you know, original. Yep. The, 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 tr- the train didn't offer like any kind of haunted scenery or anything as you drive by or. I'm trying to compare it to Pete and I have a have a Six Flags park up by us, which is not even the same category. Uh, but they do a massive retheming at Halloween time, and, and actually the park is insanely crowded. It's it's probably almost equally crowded to Disney during Fright Fest, but it, it's on a different scale. It's I mean it's it's pretty hardcore as far as is is, is, is intimidation. Fright goes Fest and, is a lot more gore. It, I would yeah. think. Fright Fest is probably more along the lines of like um, Halloween Horror Nights over at Universal. Yes. Like there's a big fountain in front of the park by the the big carousel that's there. And they dye it red and there's fire on the water. And I mean, it's really more like horror movie-ish than... But they do do a good job overlaying... Overlaying the rides though with like different names and like theming the rides towards like Halloween themes. Yeah, I just didn't yeah, know if the Magic Kingdom, it was the uh, the Swiss Family Haunted Treehouse or something along those lines. That would be cool. Um, <laughs> so no, it's not. So just the original Magic Kingdom Park. So okay, that's interesting. The only thing that we did notice a little bit different was Haunted Mansion cast members. They were they had more makeup on. They were a bit spookier. They had like fake spider webs or something yeah. on them. So they were more dressed up. Yeah, they go all out mm-hmm. on party nights. Yeah. And that's all Pete needs to hear to commit him to going next year, too. Yeah, right, big guy? Much. <laughs> He's right now buying air I'm going to so. live in Memento Mori while we're there, so whatever. Oh, I, <laughs> I love that door. I need that. I need that. All right, cool. So tell me, at the end of the day, how do the kids like it? In one of these times we talk, I want to. I want to. I'd like to talk to Jordan. You know, in in you know, if Cameron, if he's still awake, how do they enjoy it? I'm sure they would tell you. Um, I think they both really enjoyed themselves. Well, we got Cameron, and this is kind of funny. Cameron was dead asleep. Okay, in the in the (laughs) stroller, Um, and when we went out, all of a sudden he jerks up and he says, "I had such a great time. I had so much fun." Just, oh, that's awesome. Just out he of was the like blue. Still and asleep. He was still asleep. And then, so, you know, as parents, that, that warms our hearts, and that's what it's all about. And then what was even better was 
we were waiting for the boat to come over to take us back to the car. And Cameron said that he had fun, which, you know, again, see on the video. Um, but And Jordan even said that he had a lot of fun. And for a 13-year-old to even admit it um, is good enough for me. So, uh, Yeah, that's really cool. Especially when the first thing out of your son's mouth, and that's like a knee-jerk reaction, that's going to be completely like what's on the top of his mind was that he had so much fun. That's like a parent score, you know? Absolutely. Yes. Exactly. Victory. <laughs> Pretty cool. So would you recommend this? I mean, would you recommend the early September, mid-September, or October? What, what, would, be, what would be your recommendation? Because you've been there five times now. You probably have gone all throughout the season. I would say if you're looking budget-wise, more September. Okay. But if budget is not in, you know, if it doesn't matter. Um, I really liked going in October just because it's cooler. A little bit. I mean, you know that it's closer to Halloween, so you kind of have that in your mind. I don't know. The, the thing that also is a little scary about the not-so-scary Halloween party is the weather. Uh, because right now, it's hurricane season, <laughs> so you just don't know. Um, and for a party, I've worked a party before to where it rained so bad that they canceled the fireworks they canceled the second parade oh no um and they packed in the halloween candy at about i think it was about 9 30 um and the folks who bought tickets for that night there's nothing you can do i mean that's Mm. that was your party um so it is more risky than the christmas party because christmas parties during the dry season you you're pretty much guaranteed you're going to be okay. Um, but here lately, it's been raining every evening. Every night. Uh, wow. And so we lucked out, but we were kind of terrified. So that's kind of another thing to take a look at. Possibly, I mean, you're still in hurricane season at the end of October. So, you know. Yeah, big if, that's for sure. So, when you know, one of the things that Pete and I, I don't know if you enjoy it, Pete, but the fall in Chicagoland, it seems to be like three weeks long. We either go from 90s down to like 50s, and that seems to be in a period of like two or three weeks, literally. But the fall in Chicago is so beautiful that the color change and the weather is starting to get mild. Even today, heck, today was rainy, but it was 65, wouldn't you think, big guy? Maybe 60, you know, uh, at the tops. I don't think it went over 61 today or something like that. Very fall-like. So... Down by you guys, what is it like? I mean, what was the weather like when you went? Because everyone's still in short sleeves and, and shorts, obviously. It's not quite fall. Like, what is is it mid-high 80s? Is it even 90? What would it be down there? What was it when you guys went? Not, it, I mean. The day we went, it registered 100 in the car. It was hot. Um, but <laughs> that's the car. It 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 didn't seem too bad at all the, until the evening. Yeah, I mean, the evening was pretty good, but four o'clock going in with that costume, I'm like, oh, oh no, this is not yeah. good. Cameron shed his off halfway through. <laughs> yeah, you'd you'd have to have the appropriate mindset going in because that's something we wouldn't even consider. We prepare for our fright fest with heck coats and potentially a knit hat because we know we're going to be chilled throughout the day. So. You're prepared for middle of the summer, essentially, you know, down there. Wow. So, so give me your final impressions. Give me, give me something to leave me with. What was like the best memory, or, or, and give me something that you would change to make it just a little better. 
I would say the best part of it, um, I love the added PhotoPass stuff. The We got a lot of pictures, and I made sure that the boys stopped for every picture that Mommy wanted. Um, <laughs> Ma. Yeah, right. I know. Really? Again? But no, um, just the added. And that was Michael. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just the added stuff they put in for the photo pass. Um, I, I really enjoyed that. But to change, well, I don't know. I, I'm trying to think. Well, let's go with your favorite memory, Michael. What was your favorite memory of the evening besides, uh, besides your son's comment? I think all of us just kind of. We don't typically let loose very much anymore, um, and we don't, and it sounds stupid, but we don't really go and enjoy the parks like we used to. And there was a point in the night where it felt more like we were on vacation, mm-hmm. um, and we don't get that uh, very often living down here. We don't get that feeling. It's always, we need to leave to go to do this or whatever. Um, this party, something happened, and... It was like, let's go ride this. Let's go do this. We don't care. This is fun. And we kind of let loose. So I, I would say that, that that was what it was all about for me. Cool. And you guys are struggling to find something to improve upon. And I guess that's pretty much a testament within itself. You know, is it is such a nice, tight event. And it, it, they really do a nice job. Um, so that's awesome. And you said you have a video on this, right? You're going to release it on the Theme Park Brothers, I, correct? I do. I do. Okay, let's let's talk about that. And, and that actually parlays into our next, you know, where we're actually uh, kind of supporting each other and promoting each other and in a partnership with each other. So that's that that's really exciting for both of us. But let's talk about the Theme Park Brothers video that you're going to release. Well, it's when do you, it's go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh no, I was just going to say it's basically going to be a rundown of of our night. Um, you know. When when I do these videos, everybody needs to understand that we are a family that is having fun and want to take everybody with us. Um, not any of it is scripted or planned Definitely or not. any of that. So, um, you know, there's plenty of people out there that do a great job at that, mm-hmm. um, and we watch them. Uh, ours is more of, hey... We're this a family we're of doing. Yeah, we're a family of four, and this is what happens when we go. Yep. Um, so the not, not so scary is basically showing Cameron doing his trick or treating, and and Jordan, and um, takes you through the different stops and uh, by the dance party, shows you a little bit of Hollow Wishes, a little bit of the Booty You Parade. Um, I think the only thing we didn't get was the the Hocus Pocus villains. And I guess if I need to find something to change, it might be that. I love the Hocus Pocus characters, but I do miss the villains mix and mingle. Yeah, I do too. Hmm. Hey, Chris, did, did his like description of the Theme Park Brothers sound a lot like a video version of us? <laughs> Where we don't play anything and it's all off the top of our heads? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, Mike. That's why we. Uh, that's why. That's why, why, why we're we a good so fit good. for each other. Yep, we work right. so well together. Definitely, <laughs> right? Well, you know. Okay, yeah. And and I've always said I, I can't. We can't compete as far as that goes with the the quality of some of the videos out there. But you know what we can give is a different perspective. 
And there are many different ways to view the parks. There's many different ways to see them. Um, sometimes it's not always the perfect way in the perfect spot with the perfect view. Um, so I think it's good to show everybody that there is, you can still have fun and there are other ways to see the park than, I guess, that tripod yeah. sitting in the right spot. Does that make sense? Heck yeah, it's authentic. You know what, that's, that, that's, that's the exact case. It's authentic. You know, there's nothing scripted about it. So... Sure, I, I get that completely. Pete and I would have the same conversation if we didn't hit record or if I just called Pete and said, hey, did you hear about Nikki's Not So Scary? We'd have the same conversation. So I appreciate that. Not to mention, one of the coolest things about the Disney community is you get to meet people. And yeah, after you get to meet people, some people are kind of strange or want to throw political views up there. And you meet people and it's like, holy cow, that person's like my new best friend and he's 1,200 miles away. So you know, Pete and I are good buddies now. We didn't know each other until we connected on social media. I'd say the same thing for, for you, Michael, and Christina. You know, we're, we're good buddies. That we only met on social media through the Disney community. So I'm, I'm glad to be supporting you guys. I'm glad to have a partnership. And, you know, we're going we're gonna to work well together. So Absolutely. We're, we're thrilled. We're excited. Yeah. G- give, us, give us, you know, if anyone wants to go and watch your videos again, you know, let everyone know how they can contact you and where they can watch you guys at. Um, well, if you just search Theme Park Brothers on YouTube, um, you could also put in youtube.com forward slash Theme Park Brothers now. Um, but it's easier just to search, trust me. <laughs> um, you can find us at Facebook at facebook.com Theme Park Brothers. Um, we're at Theme Park Boys on Twitter because Theme Park Brothers was too long. <laughs> um, and we didn't want to be the Theme Park Bros. So... <laughs> That's a comment. Good call on that one, by the way. That's a comment. <laughs> we just thought that would take it a different direction. Um, and then, yeah, I think that's it for now. We try. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. All right. So remember, they're not the theme park bros. They are the theme park boys. So and that's on Twitter. Um, you got anything for us, Pete? No. I'm no? pretty well set. Are you going next year? Um, did, did, I, Missy, did, did Missy provide you enough fuel? And did like Michael said, and Missy? Missy's trying, and, you know, before we, we got on tonight, she said, you know, hopefully we'll get to go next year. If not, we're going to do a longer uh, a longer Christmas party trip maybe. But okay. I know she wants to see the Halloween party, so we'll see if we can get that done for her, you know? And I think the weather would agree with her too, as well. If it's not a hundred, yeah, I think it'd be probably more the October. <laughs> Speed past that part when you play it for her in the car, you know. Yeah, a hundred. It's all right. It's the only time she ever listens, anyway. All right, so let's wrap this up. So this is for my buddy Pete, for my friends Michael and Christina, for the Theme Park Brothers, for the WW Review. Thank you for downloading and listening. We hope you have a good evening. Thank you, everybody. See you, everybody. Any, anyone? Anyone? Bye. <laughs> Bye. Overall, it sounds like you guys have fun. That was a question I wanted to ask, but I didn't want to ask was being being Florida residents, has it kind of lost like the magic being down there and going so frequently? And 
This one, I, I don't know, because here you already have passes, and now you're going to spend 300 bucks out of your pocket. So it, that must have really weighed on you heavy to even debate whether to buy it, because it's like, wait a minute, we can go any other time for free, you know? Or you so, think of it as you're just buying the Halloween candy you're going to hand out to the kids. Yep. Oh, that can't, that's gone. <laughs> yep. I think I, I was... I you had, save the full-size stuff. All the little stuff goes in the bowl for all the neighborhood kids. <laughs> 